0: Welcome to Passive Wealth Strategies for Busy Professionals, the show that teaches you and other busy pros how to grow your wealth so you can live life on your own terms. I'm your host, Taylor Lote. Our guest today is Jeff Greenberg of Synergetic Investment Group. Jeff is a former IT professional turned real estate entrepreneur. He has helped busy professionals invest millions of dollars in real estate opportunities and earn a strong return. On their investment. He's calling in today out of California. Jeff, welcome to the show.
1: Well, thank you very much, Taylor. I'm glad to be here.
0: So, you sponsor real estate investments, and many of our listeners know about real estate sponsors and syndication so far. But today, you're going to tell us a little bit about finding a sponsor, reputable sponsors, vetting sponsors, and why that is so important. So, first off, why is it important to that sponsors in deals?
1: Well, the, the key to a, a syndication is the, the sponsor, the, the key print, or the, uh, the general partner. Um, that's, they, a good sponsor could make or break the deal uh, as you have your property management can also make and break the deal, but the sponsor is the most important part of the deal. A lot of people just jump right to the deal and look to see if they like the deal, but more important is the person running the show. It's more important than the deal itself. It should be number 1.
0: Absolutely. They're in control of the deal themselves. So when we're first finding a sponsor, say we we come across a sponsor who we might be interested in investing in or they're asking us if we want to invest, how can we get started vetting them as a sponsor?
1: Well, there, there's uh, many things that you would be looking at, and um, the the first thing I would look at is, you know, what's their history? What's what's their experience? What have they done? Have they done this type of product before that, that they're um, sponsoring at this point? I would look to see what their track record. How many properties have gone full cycle, and and how well did they did? How well they did as far as their projections. Did they come close to their projections? Did they miss on their projections? Maybe even finding out, you know, if they missed on their projections, why? You know, a lot of times there's a lot of reasons why uh, someone didn't get the projections. Maybe it was timing. Um, maybe it was an act of nature that caused problems. But finding out what what happened uh, and why they either got their projections or not. Uh, the other thing is, is references. I would talk to uh, references of that person and first of all if you ask for references and they're not going to give you any that's that's a good sign right there to, to probably just walk away um, obviously they're going to give you their best references so you want to talk to several people and to see if how they felt about the not just the performance of the deal but also how transparent the Sponsor was how responsive they were to their requests or their needs. Uh, you want someone to that's willing to talk to you and is available to you, and you know, give you whatever you need to feel comfortable. You know, after after the deal is already uh, going along, not just up front and uh, then forget about you once once the deal is going. You also want to check on their background. Uh, it's amazing how many people don't check on someone's background uh, to see if there's a criminal background. Uh, you are you are giving um, a lot of control to this person, and you want to make sure that they don't have a history of of some kind of uh, misbehavior, and make sure that that's, uh, you look at that ahead of time. And um, I mean, that's those are the main um, criteria. Uh, I would look at. And then the next the next thing, of course, was to be evaluating the deal. But as far as looking at the sponsor is talk to other people. You may even go on to uh, Bigger Pockets. Uh, I've seen on Bigger Pockets where people have asked, hey, have you ever invested uh, with this person or this company? And how did that go? So just asking people randomly if they've uh, dealt with this organization, and, and were they happy with
0: it? You know, I've invested passively myself in the past, and while I don't post my opinions publicly, I'm very more than happy to share them with anyone who asks privately my my honest opinions, and it's not always positive. It's certainly not always negative, but in my experience, it's, it's very important, and I, I've personally made decisions not to invest with certain sponsors in the future, just based on how things were handled. So
1: absolutely, absolutely. My first lesson, uh, my first investment was one of those where I first decided that I was never going to invest with that person again. And the other thing was that I also learned how not to treat investors because I knew how it felt being on the other side. And so I know that, uh, that I I know how to treat investors. That I'm going to treat them with, with respect and uh, help them um, feel comfortable in the deal. And that was something that uh, wasn't happening on the deal I was in.
0: That's interesting. I, I look that I look at that in a a very similar way for myself. Turning a negative into a positive. That well, hey, now I've learned how not to treat investors. For example, just you know, might as well try to, uh, to make hay out of something that didn't go well. Now, many folks that are brand new to looking at syndicated real estate investments might think, well, may, shouldn't I be looking at the deal first? I mean, if it's a really great deal, I mean, this, the sponsor could be very new and, and like almost negligent. If it's an awesome deal, then, you know, maybe an idiot couldn't screw it up. Why well, look at the sponsor first rather than the deal?
1: The sponsor is, is is more important, absolutely more important. You get a an excellent pl- pilot that's going to take a piece of junk airplane and and uh, uh, very possibly going to do a good job of flying it. But the opposite typically uh, isn't isn't true. Uh, um, that a a poor sponsor could could mess up the deal, and so that's why the sponsor is the bigger priority. And then of course you're going to look at the deal as well and evaluate the deal as, to the best of your abilities to make sure that it's a good deal and one that you want to be in. But the sponsor, I would put the sponsor you know, above the deal. You look at the sponsor first, the deal comes second. After you're comfortable with the sponsor, then you go look at the deal.
0: Something that, that I would add is, you know, from my observation, the best sponsors really seem to downplay their deals in the underwriting. They generally underwrite very conservatively, their deals don't necessarily look like they're going to knock it out of the park. And then consistently, they usually do knock it out of the park. Whereas newer folks, newer sponsors try to make their deals look amazing. And it might just be their underwriting might be too hopeful, their exit cap rate might be too low, they might not be using an appropriate vacancy, things like that. So I believe if we look at the deal first and not the sponsor, then we're kind of putting the cart before their horse. We're letting them tell us how they're going to perform, and maybe they're not qualified to even predict their own performance in the future.
1: That's, that's a good, uh, very good point. And we, we seem to have that dilemma. That we'll, we'll be very conservative in our, in our projections. And then uh, somebody will go and say, "Hey, well, you know, so and so's over there. You know, they're they're projecting two or three points uh, higher returns. You know, I'm going to go over there. Well, you know, they they may be pushing the envelope and uh, not nearly as conservative as as we are. And so you do get that that somebody you know has all the hopes that everything is going to go right, and they project it out where we would rather you know, uh, underproject and and overperform. So, you know, we're we're in it for the long term, and uh, some of the people don't look at the long term. They know that they need to raise money now. They're in the deal. They need to get that money, and they're gonna put a projection out there that um, may not be as as conservative as it should be.
0: So, to kind of summarize things that we should. Or, or just some ideas of what we should be looking at. And certainly, you know, neither you nor I are financial advisors. This is not specific advice that we're giving to anyone in particular. We're just saying the way that we look at investments on our own and the way we think about these things. So just kind of summarize some of the things that we would look at when we're looking at a sponsor and maybe we can, we can rank them. I mean, is it, assets under management is it number of deals that have exited is it we're looking for three to five references that they provide us and we can follow up on I mean can we can we rank maybe top three to five things we should be looking at with a sponsor
1: well yeah I mean certainly as I said the history um I would definitely uh want to talk to you know the references you know, what other people's um, experience uh, with that person has been. Um, you know, those those are probably, you know, the, the top ones there as far as, you know, how, how well they've been able to project uh, what the returns are going to be compared to what they actually were. You know, did, did they uh, uh, compare? And the other, the other thing is, is the current product you're looking at, you know, is this something that they have experience in? Uh, that they've done before. Um, You also look at their team members, uh, who they're bringing on, who they're, you know, the property management company that they're looking at, uh, what's their background. Uh, Property management, you know, uh, is is extremely important as well. And you pick the right ones and uh, things can be great. You pick the wrong ones and and, uh, you could have problems. So that's part of the team as well.
0: Absolutely. So for listeners out there and for those of us that are truly very busy professionals and we have jobs and and lives outside of investing in real estate, but we want to grow our wealth using real estate, maybe we don't have the time or we just haven't built up the skill to evaluate sponsors and deals and or we just don't feel comfortable, things like that. Maybe you want some help. Are there options for us out there to evaluate sponsors and deals?
1: Yeah, there there are ways of doing that, to find finding someone that uh, has the experience that can evaluate a deal. And um, the the SEC calls those buyers representatives where these are people that um, have the experience, um, have the education that they could go and look at the deal and uh, evaluate the deal and the sponsor uh, for you, um, they could also look at your financial situation and determine if they feel that this is an appropriate deal for you. Uh, depending on the situation. if, you, if you're, you're low on funds that uh, you may this may not be the best deal for you if it's a high risk uh, deal. If it's a lower risk, maybe that might be an appropriate deal. But also they would would need to match you up with the deal in that, you know, what are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with a higher risk deal with a potential of a higher return? Or maybe you need a lower risk deal with with a lower potential. And a buyer's representative uh, can be someone that can help you out and and evaluate deals, you know, and give you their opinion of whether or not you should invest with this, this sponsor or on this deal.
0: Now as a sponsor yourself, have you been vetted or contacted by any buyer's representatives?
1: I've been one time. Once I've, I was vetted, uh, there was an investor that didn't feel comfortable making the decisions himself, and so he uh, hired a very experienced lady that um, came interviewed me. I'd, I'd actually known her for years, but she, uh, we got on a conference call. She interviewed me. She did some research on me, on background checks, and uh, we talked for probably about an hour. And um, you know, she expressed her her comfort with with me and the deal. And uh, she actually recommended him to go forward. But it was uh, an interesting experience. I was happy to do it. Uh, I, with my great respect for her, I was. I was uh, pleased that she felt the same way about me. And um, so it was an interesting experience. And any sponsor that's comfortable with what they're doing would welcome, would welcome that person coming in and vetting them. I welcome people to vet me. I welcome people to ask questions about me, um, to find out what track record is. And I feel that any sponsor that uh, is, is, uh, of any caliber is going to welcome that and encourage you to go ahead until you're, you're comfortable, until you're uncomfortable evaluating uh, the deal yourself.
0: Interesting. We'll have to get her on the show in the future. That sounds like it'd be a very interesting topic. And it's a good point that you raise that any comfortable, competent, experienced sponsor is going to welcome that degree of examination just to help someone get comfortable and and all that, just to bring someone into the fold. It, it sounds like a, a good experience all around, especially when the, the sponsor really genuinely does know what they're doing and, and have a good deal and a good track record and everything. Yep, I agree. Great. Well, Jeff, is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience today about multifamily syndications investing as a passive partner and of course all please also tell us how they can get in touch with you in the future
1: Mm -hmm. um you know i just want to emphasize you know how important it is that you actually you know evaluate the 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 sponsor of course you're going to evaluate the deal you also want to when you get into the private placement memorandum which is a document that you'll have to sign you know, that people actually read um, the, the documents. And there so many people just uh, assume everything's going to be okay and then they don't bother reading uh, the document. And then later on, you know, they, they ask about what their rights are and what, what their expectations are. And they've never read the document. So, you know, it, it's good to be able to do that. Either the sponsor should be totally willing and open to sit down with you or sit on a phone call to go through any questions you have about that document as well to make sure that you're totally comfortable with what you're getting into. Uh, for, for most people, um, this, um, a passive investment is a pretty significant, uh, investment and you should know exactly, you know, what you're putting out there, what you're, what you're getting yourself into prior to doing it. And you should rely on, uh, Experts to to help you out as well. Oh, and as far as getting a hold of me, you can get me uh, either through Bigger Pockets. You can get me at Jeff at Synergeticig.com, and that's J-E-F-F at S-Y-N-E-R-G-E-T-I-C-I-G dot And then my website is uh, www.synergeticig.com.
0: Great. Well, Jeff, thank you for all that great advice. To the listeners out there, thank you for tuning in today. If you're brand new to the show, I'd ask you to please subscribe. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. All of Jeff's contact information will be in the show notes in case you want to get in touch with him in the future. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to Reach out to either one of us and we'd be happy to help you out. But for now, this is Taylor Loke, your host. We'll catch you on the next one. Want daily interviews with real estate investors and none of the fluff? Go to bestevershow.com, where Joe Fairless interviews daily real estate investors and entrepreneurs about their best advice ever. Go to bestevershow.com.